On June 26th, it was announced that Wisconsin would be receiving over $1 billion to support expanding critical broadband infrastructure. This money comes courtesy of the federal bipartisan infrastructure law, which created the Broadband Equity Access and Deployment Program. This $1 billion in funding will be directed to the Public Service Commission of Wisconsin. They will be administering where that money goes To help better understand where to direct this money, the Public Service Commission is encouraging all Wisconsin households to participate in a Wisconsin Internet self-report survey by July 14th. They have opportunities for folks to participate either online if they have Internet access or to call over the phone. I'm Nate Zimdars from the Midwest Farm Report, and I spoke with Alyssa Kenny. She is the Wisconsin Broadband and Digital Equity Director. She shares more details about the current survey and also some preliminary plans that they have for that funding. Alyssa, what does the Public Service Commission do as it relates to broadband expansion? So there's four main things that the Public Service Commission does. The first and the thing we're really most known for is we award and administer a number of different broadband expansion grant programs. This includes the state grant program, and then there was a federal grant program um, using some federal American Rescue Plan Act dollars. And in the near future, we will be... um, administering and awarding the BEAD, the Broadband Equity Access Deployment Federal Dollars. And so the first thing we do is we deploy funds out there to expand broadband to un- and underserved locations in the state. The next thing we do is we maintain the Wisconsin Broadband Map and a whole bunch of other maps that help with community planning, um, help people find their Internet service provider, and really support anyone who wants sort of better picture of what's happening on the ground with broadband deployment and access throughout the state. The third thing we do is what I like to call partnership and capacity building, and that's any of the work we do outreaching with local communities, local government, organizations that are working to improve the broadband access in their community, And those are anywhere from outreach webinars to small planning grants to any of the support that those communities might need to improve broadband for them. And the last thing we do is what I would call kind of digital opportunity, and that's support around making sure that people have affordable broadband and that the communities and throughout the state there's opportunities for people to access digital literacy and digital skills so they can make good use of the broadband. Is the Public Service Commission solely responsible for expanding all broadband infrastructure in Wisconsin? The Public Service Commission is not solely responsible. We, um, among, in, within the state, we like to think of ourselves as the leader and the coordinator of a lot of the broadband efforts throughout the state. But there are other state agencies that have particular roles. For example, um, our good friends at the Department of Public Instruction are concerned with making sure all the schools and libraries in the state have broadband access. Um, Our Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation, certainly they have an Office of Rural Prosperity that works with rural communities on some technical assistance. Um, And then there's some federal government roles. There's the Federal Communications Commission that has funded broadband and also um, does a lot of the regulation of broadband and the consumer protections related to broadband at the federal level. And then finally, broadband is 
unregulated and it's really private businesses that own those facilities. And in the end, those businesses often drive many of the locations where the facilities are expanded and the types of improvements and the maintenance and the cost. It was announced that the Public Service Commission was going to be launching a Wisconsin Internet Self-Report Survey. Can you tell us what was the motivation behind the survey, and was this survey already planned before the announced billion in funding? Yes, and so we like to call it WISER, so we can get a little smarter about broadband in the state. And the WISER, the Wisconsin Internet Self-Report, it's actually been around for over a year, and it does a combination um, of asking questions about what we would call access. Do you actually have any broadband or Internet service? I call it kind of the next A, adequacy. Is it performing as you expected? So that's sort of a speed test or, you know, and how does that speed test compare to what the consumer might be subscribing to or purchasing from the provider? Affordability, is it, some, you know, is the cost something you can afford? And then adoption, like do you have a device where you can use it or, you know, is it, is it working for you? And so the surveys, um, it's a long-term tool that the office uses to sort of monitor speed, affordability, and just the experience of Wisconsin residents over time. Right now, though, we are doing a big push and a big campaign to really get people engaged. And part of that is certainly related to the huge influx of federal dollars that are coming. We want, you know, the best and most up-to-date data right now as we're um, working on planning for that deployment of federal funds to ensure that the most unserved locations um, get those federal dollars for sure and first. Is that federal money coming directly to the Public Service Commission, or is that being spread through several different agencies? So the Public Service Commission is administering and coordinating the funds on behalf of the state of Wisconsin. And so we will be sort of the initial entity where the funds will arrive. And that was a decision of the governor. What has been the response to the survey since it was launched? Are you waiting until the deadline to check results, or are you looking at them as they come in? No, no, we're monitoring them every day. Um, And so, you know, just for this sort of particular pushing campaign right now, we've received over um, 2,000 online surveys, and then about 70 people have called in and done the phone survey. And we have initial mailings and um, campaigns and ads and local papers that are encouraging people. So we're um, really hopeful that we'll continue to get more survey responses for the entire campaign. Now, is the phone an aspect new to this survey, or is this something that you've employed before? And if you have, what has it been like to offer that option? We, the phone, we've done some phone-in options before during sort of at the beginning of the pandemic. We offered some phone-in, and now we're doing it again. And I would say um, I was just talking to, to one of the staff this morning that does this. Tonight. It's, you know, it's really, um, it's really fascinating to talk to people, and Wisconsin residents are just... Um, so ingenious and creative in the ways that some of them are needing to get broadband. So we have people who are, you know, getting double cell phone plans or they're, you know, using um, satellite some of the time, but then they have, you know, a friend's house they drive to when the weather is bad. And um, so we're hearing lots of stories of Wisconsin residents who um, got a little left behind. Maybe the homeowner that lived in the house before them 
decided not to give an internet service provider access to their property, and now you know they don't want to come back and connect them. And so there's unfortunately a lot of what I would call stragglers, so locations where people, their neighbors across the street might have access, or the folks around them are able to get a good signal, but just the geography of their house or their long driveway or, you know, um, a decision that was made before they owned their property is really preventing them from having full broadband access. So we're hearing lots of those stories. Um, and then just a number of stories about concerns around affordability and just the, the cost of it and, you know, people who are managing their data. So they have a, a certain data cap and they're, um, you know, limiting the time that they spend on FaceTime with their grandchildren to make sure to stay under that cap. And so we're hearing um, a lot of stories of concern and um, getting some really good information about really particular areas of, of concern and interest throughout the state. Are there any other deficiencies that have come up through this most recent survey that have surprised you in addition to some of the ones you just shared? What I might call like take rate or private property, um, you know, there's a number of privately owned roads in Wisconsin. And so if, um, you know, one neighbor on the road wants it, but others don't, sometimes it's hard for a provider to get down that road. Um, and then I would say, I think the other thing that we're hearing is um, that there's just a number of people throughout the state that, that are paying for a certain speed and they're just not getting it. And sometimes it's the case that, um, the provider isn't providing it, and sometimes we're learning it's the case that they might have equipment in their home that they haven't updated for five or ten years, and maybe it's actually um, the bottleneck for the speed sometimes is actually in the house and not related to the provider. And so we're hearing, we're hearing a little bit of both, where sometimes it's um, the provider doesn't seem to actually be able to deliver quite the service they're promising, and other times the service might be delivered and the, the home has some very old equipment in it that's kind of causing things to slow down. Let's talk about the funding that's coming in. Were there plans already in place on how to use potential new funding, or is most of this going to be decided after you have received all survey responses? Our office has certainly been aware of these funds since, you know, November of, uh, you know, since the bipartisan infrastructure law was, was signed in November, and so we've been preparing and planning. And so the survey is one piece, but I would say it's only one piece. We also sent out a survey to all county leadership and all tribes. We've also, um, you know, the FCC is also improving their maps. We're also working with internet service providers. And certainly these funds come with some very specific and special guidance from the federal government that we are working to make sure we, we follow and comply with. And that's sort of related to the prioritization of the funding and where it can go and how those eligible locations will be picked and who, who can get the funding. And so um, the survey is important, the wiser survey, but it is one piece of kind of a, a big complex puzzle that we're trying to, to put together to make sure that all Wisconsinites can get internet access. A billion dollars is a pretty significant sum of money. Is that going to be enough money to ensure that all Wisconsin is covered with good quality broadband, or is this just going to help us get to a much better place than we are right now? Boy, that's an excellent question. And so um, the, there are sort of two groups in, that they talk about in BEAD, and one group is those, those folks who do not have access to 25 megabits down and 3 megabits up, kind of 
the standard minimum. Um, and I think our office feels really confident that these B dollars will get that entire group, you know, maybe with some, you know, exceptions where people are off the grid or, you know, have property in the center of National Forest, but, you know, you know, to a very high percent, all of those locations will get better by the end of the year. There's kind of this second group that we call the underserved, and that's people who have kind of good enough broadband, you know, um, and that's people who have below 100 megabits um, download and 20 megabits upload. And so that's um, people who, who maybe right now it's sufficient. I'm not sure if it's going to be, you know, high quality into the next generation or going to, you know, be forever. And, and it's unclear how, you know, how many of the bead funds will go to those, those locations because we're really focused on making sure those most unserved and that sort of highest need, slowest group gets serviced first. And that's sort of the number one priority with bead. And then that next group will be secondary, um, depending kind of on the availability of funds. Good progress has been made over the last few years to get better broadband across the state, yet there are so many places that are still lacking. Can you tell us how long you expect it to take this next batch of infrastructure from this funding to be put in place? Um, I can tell you that the, the federal government is making the prediction of the bead funds being deployed and fully constructed by 2030. And um, our office is you know, committed to, to that timeline. Certainly we want to get the funds awarded and out the door and the infrastructure coming soon. Um, Wisconsin has a, a somewhat short construction season for some of the technologies. Um, and, you know, there's obviously broadband construction happening, um, certainly lots of it happening already in our state, but there's going to be even more broadband construction happening all over the nation, um, which is exciting but needs sort of more competition for both workforce and supplies. For our listeners interested in participating in the survey, how can they go ahead and participate? So they can, if they have broadband or they have Internet, they can go online and visit the website and take the survey from there. There's also a call-in phone number that they can call and they can do sort of an in-person interview with a staff to get their, their information taken that way. I would also say almost every county now in the state of Wisconsin has some type of broadband action team, broadband task force, and so many, many local governments have teams working on this, so I would definitely encourage anybody to reach out to their elected officials and ask them what they are doing to promote and encourage and support broadband in their community. And then finally, um, people should check out the Wisconsin the resources on our website and you know call their local internet service provider and talk to them about what they're doing to improve the facilities and what their plans are to um, improve or upgrade or expand in their area. That was Alyssa Kenny from the Public Service Commission with extra insight on how Wisconsin will be moving forward with new funding for broadband. If you would like to participate in that survey, you can call 608-261-6026 or go to the website psc.wi.gov with a link right at the top of the homepage, and make sure to do that by July 14th. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Nate Zimdars.